Joey, you're 15. What's going on? Um, like I went to like this, like this party, and like, like this girl's friend, like she's like talking to me, and like she said that like, like her friend wanted like to get me, and then, like after like, I was like talking to her, and then like after like 10 minutes, I was like I became like too forward, and, like asked like and like kiss her, and like she was like. She was like, oh, I don't know you, and, like, it's like, so, like, it's like, so you want to get with me, so who cares, and, like, so, oh, I don't know you, and she just, like, went away, and, like, I don't know, it's like, they got, like, messed it up. Okay. All right, is that good? Okay, you were at 48 seconds. No, no. Yeah, 48 seconds, yeah. Through how many likes did you tally that? 5, 10, 15, 20, 23. 23? And I didn't start counting until he like said like like about 40 times, but I did count that last maybe 30 seconds. Yeah, let's uh, be fair here. <laughs> Drew does not start the like tally meter until he hears four or five likes within, in the first sentence. Within four seconds, yes, yeah. Yeah, you don't stand poised with the like tally for just every call. I just want to show this. Uh, is Anne over there, Sherry? As a matter of fact, the talent here. I have never seen Drew tally up likes before. So there was 23 you got in about 48 seconds, Drew, and uh, there were probably three or four you missed at the top. Joey, let me just do some quick math here. Joey's is averaging... If you added three or four to your tally, Drew, you'd have 46, uh, sorry, 26, 27. Like yeah, it's about like a second. No, no, he's, he's uh, 1.7 well, yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a pace. Yeah. <laughs> Think about you using the word like in under two seconds consistently. It's amazing. Joey? Yeah. All right. Do, should Drew keep up with the like uh, ometer, or are you all right? I'm all right. Okay. So I had no idea what the question was. I was just fixated on Drew uh, marking down all the likes. And he really had to go fast to keep up. You went to a party. Yeah, I'm like... Oh, sorry. That's all right. He's got the like a meter out. Go ahead. You went to a party, and what happened? Her, like... Mm. <laughs> Her friend. Poor Joey's. He's, he's stifled now. Talk to her. Mm-hmm. So I did, and like after <laughs> after ten minutes of like talking, mm-hmm. I asked if I can like. Uh, sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Drew's not keeping tail anymore. I asked if I can if I can kiss her, and she said like no because I didn't know her. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. I just feel like I messed up. I don't know how to uh, talk to her again, like at another party, because I saw her last night, and like I saw her last night at a party, and I was just like, I was like distant from her. Mm-hmm. Now, this is your girlfriend, or this is the girl you went up to? No. Somebody kind of set them up, right? Somebody said you should go to talk yeah. to her. And oh, he, okay. He was too forward with her. I see. And did she did she really uh, blow you off? And was she said you get, like no, get out of here? No, she's uh, I don't know you. If I maybe if I get to know you better. Okay, well, so maybe you should. Can you get to know her better? Yeah, probably. Hmm? Can you ask her um, what she um, dislikes and what she like likes? <laughs> what she like 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 going out for like coffee or something like. <laughs> I don't know, but. 
now since I've like already asked if I can kiss her, she like got it in her head that all I want to do is just like all I want to do is kiss her. So well, I yeah, think you like, maybe you can take that friend who was sort of encouraging you to talk to in the first place to sort of heal things like a little bit mm -hmm. like sort of heal things oh can you imagine mm -hmm. joey composing a letter oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey we got him up to around what was this man uh, drew still 10, kept 20, with the like now at 35 38 38 likes came up with another 15 and he was down minutes. no he was down about one every 3.8 seconds well you really knocked him off his cadence drew you made him aware of the like factor, and he stumbled, and he went from a, uh, uh, what would you call, what you call like a, a blazing a healthy. scale, which was uh, one every, every uh, well, under two seconds, to one to maybe about every four seconds. All right, Joe, you're 15. It's all right. Just um, don't put the pressure on her. If she's really into you, there won't be a problem. I'm not so sure she is. I would talk to that friend who said she was. Yeah. Figure out what the deal yeah, with that if is. If that friend can, can reestablish a contact, try again, a little easier. Try to meet her somewhere outside of the, the, the group scene. Right. And see if she can get to know you a little. Oh. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That's like Dr. Drew. He's like a board-certified physician and like addiction medicine specialist. Ready to keep rolling here, Drew? Yeah, I think so. Harvey Danger is going to be in tomorrow night. I really want to meet Harvey Danger. I don't know if Harvey Danger is a guy or it's a band or what Harvey Danger is. But they sing that really cool song, and we're going to hear it tomorrow night. And all that stuff. Ted. Hey. Hey, you're 14. How's it going? Good. What are you doing? All right, you know, I've been trying to get a girlfriend for so long, and I finally got one. And she's freaky, man. It's just scary. Mm -hmm. She wants me to go over her house and, like, eat her out and stuff like that. She wants to suck my that and you know, um, like, I just started seeing her like a week ago. And said, come on, come on, please. Mm -hmm. I just my first girlfriend I ever had. And she wants to do all this crap. I want to know, should I dump her or should I just like tell her no or what? Where do you think that's coming from? That she wants to be like this? I have no idea. Has she been active before? Um, most likely, from what I hear, she's like a slut. Mm -hmm. okay, well, that's nice. How old is she, Ted? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. She's an older woman. Well, yeah. What are you in the ninth grade? Yeah. Is she in the ninth grade? Yeah. Your birthday's coming up? No, my birthday was in October. Halfway. Oh, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take my kid, if he has one of those halfway birthdays, and knock him down a grade so that he can be older. That's what we did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Especially when the sports comes in. Yep. There's a big difference between being a sophomore in high school, or at least when I, when I was a sophomore, I was in the 10th grade, and being 15 and oh. being 16. Oh, yeah. Huge. And, I, mean, and when think, I, was, I think how much your esteem is just dependent on all oh, that. When I was, uh, I played football when I was um, in 10th grade. I weighed 145 pounds, and I sat on the bench on the B team. The following year, I was 16 in 11th grade, and I started on the varsity team, and I weighed 180 pounds. Yeah. It's a huge difference. Yeah. I would do that. I would think about holding him back two or three years. That there's, way, there's a trend. People are doing. He's got it. a goatee and it's a license in the ninth grade. Yeah, it's great. Talk about scoring, Ted. Ted. Yeah, you may be in a little over your head here. Yeah. yeah. If you don't really like her, if she's not uh, into the same things you are, if she doesn't uh, sort of listen to what you want out of the relationship and what your needs are, maybe you ought to get out. And not only that, but um, 
says something about her, the kinds of activities she wants to engage in. If uh, what Ted is saying is true, um, I never thought I would dispense this kind of advice against a girl that wanted to give moral sex, but it seems like maybe... She has a few skeletons some in the issues, closet. Some issues. And I'm not, and listen, all you uh, young fired-up Fs out there, I'm not talking about what they did with some senior last semester. Right. I'm talking about what Papa did or Uncle did or neighbor did with them many years ago. When she was three. That's what you got to worry about. Yeah. Forget about who they were in the back seat with or under the bleachers with uh, last season. Right, Ruth? Absolutely. Oh, really? Jennifer. Hello. You're 15. Yeah. Um, for about two years, I've had um, bumps around my vagina, and they're—I don't know—they're they like relocate, you know. And I tried. Um, I, Gypsy bumps. I don't know what you're saying. That was the name of my old radio. That was my old radio handle when I was uh, AM up in Bakersfield. Gypsy bumps. I called myself. Thank I you. like that better than Ace. Okay. But go ahead. So, have you seen a doctor about this? No. So, I we don't even know what they are. No. And, no. okay, well, they Why got can't worse you? today. Why can't you see a doctor? I'm living with my friend. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they won't pay for any kind of medical treatment. Well, then go to a county facility or a free and clinic, Planned Parenthood. I can't find a free clinic that ha- offers that kind of... That's just general medical. Jennifer, I don't know of any place that wouldn't. Oh. It's just general medical. What do you mean you can't find? Have I, you I have you know. looked? I, yeah, no. I looked at just one in my town, and it didn't say anything about any kind of gynecologist. Um, they don't usually put the picture right up on the window. You have to go in and ask no, around. I looked at a pamphlet. Uh, look, just go. In. You just need medical care. Just well, know. okay, but it got worse today. Like now, like I have like a really f- weird discharge. Are you sexually active? Uh-uh, not at all. Are you not? Good. Keep it that way. I'm... Why aren't you living at home? Because my parents moved, and I didn't want to move with them. Oh, really? Yeah. They just left you behind? What? Well, not exactly. Well, what are they supposed to do? Sell her at a yard sale, Drew? And then they got to move. <laughs> this is weird. Bye. <laughs> True. When your kids hit fifteen, you're just gonna sneak out of the house one morning and never come back. Please. <laughs> that may be. That's well. not really what happened. It was. All right. So you're you're like staying with a friend of yours, and you're gonna ride out your your uh, high know. school career, right? Till I'm like eighteen. I don't know. And who are these? Are these parents taking care of you? Um. Yeah. Pretty good. Didn't your parents make any kind of provisions? Like, here's the note of the uh, the name of the doctor. You know when you leave your dog somewhere and you, you give the neighbor the name of the yeah. vet in case yeah. they eat some rope or something? Yeah. I don't know. I, it's just, it's like, they just, I don't know. We, I mean, they had to get rid of the medical insurance out here. It's like another state, you know? Wait, this is Jennifer. Huh? Is that Jennifer? Yeah. Oh, boy, it's your voice changed. Um, all right, look. I think she hit puberty right yeah, then. Yeah, you're not you're not really understanding our questions, but uh, these could be anything. You're talking about bumps in that area. If you're non-sexually active, they could be Bartholin cysts. There are various little infections you can get in that area that do need to be treated. Warm baths are the way to go in the meantime, but get to some medical care. Any general medical care will be able to evaluate that. Any free clinic. Anything. Oh, then they have women's clinics all over the place. You don't hear about the guys' clinics, do you? No. You never hear, like, white guy clinic. 
They don't have that, do big, they? Big John. Big John's white guy clinic. <laughs> I went. I had to go to the woman's clinic when I was down on my luck in Santa Monica. Oh, evil lesbians over there poking me with a stick. It's humiliating. Was it electrifying like they used for the yeah, hogs? Yeah, the ca cattle prod. Yeah. One day I'm going to buy that building and uh, turn it into like a uh, strip joint. <laughs> that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be my my vengeance. Oh. Hey, Drew, you know what I was thinking? <clears throat> Is this possible? I know this sounds bizarre, but bear with me for a second. Right. Couldn't somebody make a poster size of a vagina and then it, or actual photograph? And then sort of superimpose or all use a computer problems. all the different things that could possibly happen on this vagina. Sure. Um, whether it's ingrown hairs or it's warts or it's is, discharge. If vaginas are not as visually explicit as the penis. When things happen to the penis, you see it. Right. The vagina, a lot of it's way up inside. You don't see it. You don't know. Right. You can't look for signs because you don't see the signs. Mm -hmm. It's all based on symptoms. But you do agree if we had my crotch-sniffing dogs, we could take care of things like this. I improve things, yeah. For okay. Sure. Yeah. Amy. Yes. You're 21. Yes, how are you guys? Good. Okay, I have a question about um, me and my, well, me and my boyfriend. It's actually me, but um, we've been going out for almost a year now, and I can't trust him at all. Like, whatever he does, I question him. I, um... You know, don't really believe anything he says. Has he ever done anything to... to no, nothing at Nothing all. ever. No. You know, I, I, I need him to say he loves me 20 times a day. Has anybody else ever done anything to you? No. Have no. you ever had a boyfriend before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a lot. <laughs> Were you the same way with them? The other um, ones? No, I, this is the first time I've been like this, but it seems like everyone else has been where I can't trust them. Like they've done, you know, they've cheated on me. Or Didn't they, I ask that know. question? Sorry? Mm, have you ever had any boyfriends before? No, yes. but any boyfriends do anything to you? No. Would lead you. There, there's that no again. Who? Well, uh, maybe I'm not asking that right. Who cheated on you? Oh, Your yes. gardener? Yes. <laughs> they haven't done anything like hitting or they've yeah, but they've cheated. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, understand that what we're what Drew's asking is is do you have anything to base this on? Oh, okay. Should you be suspicious? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've yeah. had other boyfriends that have cheated. Right. That's why you think this guy's going to cheat. Right. And I told him from the beginning that you know I've had that and he knew, but you know we get in fights over that and it's you know I don't know what to do about it. Mm hmm. All right. So you're insecure. Pretty much. <laughs> and why are you so insecure? Um, I don't know. I don't. I really. That's what I'm trying to figure out, you know. Your yeah. folks didn't pay enough attention to you. No, they well, they paid a lot, probably too much attention. I don't know. Mm. You have an eating disorder. Nope. Never I did. Eat? No. You know that means eating and then throwing up. We're not <laughs> eating. So really, you really have to uh, ask the questions with the same. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so your parents paid too much attention to you. Well, no, they were always, you know, they're always there for me. They always did things with us. It wasn't anything where they, you know, weren't around. Okay, so what happened to your self-esteem? Um, I just never really had any. <laughs> I mean, I've had friends. I've had, you know, I always had. I have no reason not to. Were you, I, were you overweight as a kid? Nope. Perfectly I, I have a good book for you. It's yeah. by a guy named James Masterson. It's okay. called The Search for the Real Self. Okay. Go read that book. Okay. Maybe give you some insight into why you behave like this. And oh, maybe, well. maybe you can change a little bit. All right? Okay. Thank you. All right. I want to recommend a book, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it's, it's not really a book. It, there's a flask inside of it. Mm -hmm. You just open it up, and it's hollowed out, and you can keep a flask in there. You know? Okay. Good luck, Eddie. Right. 
Thanks. Okay. <laughs> she had no idea. What you were talking about? No, no idea what you were talking about. Yes, she did. She didn't at the beginning. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, she didn't. Well, there was that typical thing I'm used to now. You ever have any old boyfriends? No. Nope. <laughs> uh, any of them cheated? No. Nope. Nothing in the past? No. Nope. Uh, well, I had a lot of boyfriends that cheated. Becky. Yeah. You're 18. Mm-hmm. You know what always gets me about our listeners? Sometimes, hold on here, Becky. Sometimes, Drew, your words could go either way. I mean, maybe you were talking about her parents, or maybe you were talking about her boyfriend. If you're reading a transcript of the show and you had no context. Right. But you're asking sort of logical questions. Right. Like, here's what our listeners would do. If you brought your car in and said, um, it's making this horrible uh, rattling noise. It's coming from the transmission. And the mechanic said, um, how long has it been doing it? Uh, our listeners would say, which car? Yeah, what are you talking about? It? What's it? No, they just go, what car? I have two cars. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the one we're talking about. <laughs> All right, Becky. What's going on? Oh, I have this on my ovaries. I want to know if later on, if that's going to affect me from um, having kids. A-cyst? Well, cysts on my ovaries on the right side. I don't know if it's A or a lot. I have no clue. I just want to know if... Becky, it makes, a, it makes a big difference. It does? Polycystic ovarian disease is a different thing than... Having a cyst? A cyst. Everybody gets cyst, basically, Becky. They do? Yeah. Okay. Well, Becky, you don't sweat the details, do you? <laughs> but multiple cysts, polycystic ovarian disease, uh, can be associated with some fertility stuff. But uh, it sounds like you have just a simple, simple cyst, and that's nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, who told you you had the cyst? My doctor. Uh huh. And what did he say, or she say? They didn't tell me anything. I didn't. I don't really even know. My mom told me that I had it after I went to the hospital and stuff, and I was like, oh, okay. What did you go to the hospital for? Well, because my stomach, my right side was hurting, and then that's what they found out it was. All right, that's just a simple test. Don't worry about it. So what are they going to do? Nothing. They don't do anything? No, I guess she just just said that they just go away. Yep, don't worry about it. Well, what causes them, Drew? Um, Usually they are some abnormality of ovulation where the, the... the, the corpus luteum cyst never ruptures and just keeps developing fluid and gets bigger and bigger and then ruptures and causes a bunch of pain. <sighs> How big do the cysts get? They get big. That big? Softball? softball? Yeah. Oh. I mean, there's different kinds of cysts. Some of them are significant. I mean, some of them can be tumors, but it's, it's, you would know that. They would say that. They wouldn't call it a cyst anymore then. What are those things that uh, those women get that are, you know, 700 pounds and they That's remove like a 130-pound tumor ovarian, from them? Those are very, not cancers, but ovarian adenomas. Or they call it, what the hell they call those? I've seen a couple of huge ones. How big? Oh, like 60 pounds. Really? Yeah. They look like uh, like a pumpkin that would win. Uh, One woman state I, I thought was having at the state fair. I thought she was having liver failure with her abdomen filling was fluid. I got a cat scan. There was this huge thing sitting in there. Really? I couldn't even tell where it came from. Just the whole oh, abdomen was replaced by this giant, giant. See, when you get adenoma. when you get big, you become like an abandoned warehouse. Cyst adenoma. That's what you don't know what's going on in you. You know what I mean? You got like a family of rats over here. Over here, some uh, vagrant who's setting up uh, camp. Over here, you have some possums. You know, you become like, when you get too big, you, there's too much ground to cover. You, you don't to, know what's going when, on when, inside when of you. you. fat, you mean? Yeah. This woman was not fat. She wasn't? No, she just had this. She looked like she was nine months pregnant, but didn't come to the doctor. You know, people get in strange states of denial. 
No kidding. Yeah. You're not pregnant? How old was she? 60. So she knew she wasn't pregnant? She knew it. And her belly was out here like she was? Yeah. Like I said, I thought she had liver failure and her abdomen just filled up with fluid from that. Well, she's nuts. But what about her family? What about her husband? Yeah. I mean, that's, how, that's how that happens. I mean, that's why they get these, oh, these tumors. Wish I could do that. All right, Drew. You got a call picked out? Yeah. What is it? Bill wants to know if she try to get custody of the kids from his stripper wife who's divorcing him. Oh, this is going to be good. All right, we'll be back. Corolla and Dr. Drew. Hey! Who was that, Mike? I wasn't listening. Oh, fastball. I like this fastball, guys. It's the love line. Weren't they getting on the plane ahead of us? That, that yeah. The morning, yeah. That's right. You know, when we had that whole debacle at the airport, when my listener, who I never tracked down... Uh. Uh, didn't pick me up at 5 a.m. that morning about a uh, month and a half ago when Drew and I went on the road. Uh, the plane that we missed, that I forced Drew to miss as well, actually his uh, nice, his nice it, yeah. camel hair coat yeah. made it, but mm -hmm. uh, Drew didn't. The one that left at 7 a.m. from LAX, fastball was on that plane. Yeah. Or at least, uh, at least I could see the boys waving <laughs> through the window. Was that after or before they performed live on Love Line? Ah, the next morning. I, I think it was the next morning. Oh, really? was the next yeah. morning, wasn't oh, it? Two days later, yeah. Bizarre. <laughs> if it wasn't the next morning, Ann, it, it was, was, or two after. was the one, yeah. one after that. Oh, I'm blocking that all from my memory. <sighs> Flying in uh, Buddy Holly's little plane. Oh, into a thunderstorm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, there's just nothing better than flying in one of those little twin prop planes that only holds 15 people. And they're telling you, uh, you're flying into thunderstorms. And then the guy comes on and says, the plane is overweight. We're going to have to toss oh, off yeah. one piece of luggage to get us just or down per, to the person. maximum weight. Yeah, or a person. And the connector flight we took on on the same kind of plane before that, and this is a little uh, unnerving. They took a big husky guy who was sitting in the back of the plane Moved him up and front. said, uh, Sir, um, can you move up about eight seats? We need your girth at the front of the plane. Yeah. Yes. That's a bad sign, by the way, when a guy oh. who's, uh, you know got an extra 35 pounds on him has to be shifted to the front of the plane to balance things out that much 30 pounds uh, i'm telling you something and, and they, and they just scary. pull a piece of luggage off they go one of you that was the second flight yeah. i'm surprised they didn't ask the guy to stand in the middle just lie down <laughs> in the aisle we don't want so much yeah. weight on the right or the left side of the plane there was like dirt and sand on the floor of the plane you can't stand up you can't stand up the planes and then the engine trouble we had with that one <laughs> oh, the, oh. Think of the movie if you guys went down. And just, died. If, if so I, awesome. if, if I, I know, we would make so much money. I know. I have told this story. <laughs> I know he told it before when we came back, but it really does bear repeating. First off, the first plane we flew that day was play, it was the smallest plane you've ever been in, and it was like they had some sort of big and tall <laughs> store owners convention. I mean, it was nothing but guys who were six four and two eighty five packed into this like VW bug with wings. <laughs> Drew and I were the smallest guys on the plane and it was just comical seeing these huge guys uh, trying to maneuver their way around these planes. But the the second plane is when Drew and I were leaving from uh, St. Louis. Waterloo or something. St. Louis. We live in St. Louis and we were going to Birmingham? Birmingham, yeah, Alabama. Some, little little twin engine plane held about 20 overweight 
flying into a a, a fast approaching thunderstorm tornado basically <clears throat> getting dark and having a lot of problems with one engine while we're on the ground. Big plumes of black smoke would come firing out of it each time they started the engine up. Poof! Big puff of black smoke, and we just sat there in the plane for an hour waiting for them to fix it. They never turned a wrench. They never did a thing. They started it up three or four times. Each time, a big plume of black and smoke bang, would bang, fire bang, up. Bang, 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 bang. Remember that? Right. <laughs> and then, eventually, the pilot said, well... The engine's cooled down enough, so we're going to go for it before those thunderclouds get any thicker. And it was. Why wouldn't you get off <clears throat> at that that's, point? That's the amazing thing. Were you like paralyzed with fear? I, I was somewhat paralyzed, but I was thinking to myself, if we get off this plane, that's it. We missed the gig tonight, and uh, we're just trapped in St. Louis. I mean, there's uh, we're well, just trapped. Or we get on a plane just like this, and you know, or we we'll eventually get on one just yeah. like it and, and go and somewhere. The storms really are bad. And here's the thing that's the mo the most bizarre. And you know what though? That thing went down. You were given every sign to get your butt ah, off. Ah, and you didn't. Uh, you don't know about the biggest sign, which is right as uh, the engine fired up, the big plume came out. That the pilot said, "Well, we're going for it." It's kind of nice. Yeah. I, I could. It's kind of thing you want your um, white water rafting uh, counselor to say when you've had a couple of beers, you're going over some minor rapids. Not the guy who's piloting the plane. But anyway, we're going for it. And just then, this uh, big woman opens a USA Today, and there's a full-color oh, yeah. page ad of Roberto Clemente, <laughs> the guy who died in a plane crash. Oh, uh, legend, countryman, um, died tra tragically. The Roberto Clemente story coming to the USA what? channel. Bomba playing <clears throat> over the little speaker. Oh, there were no speakers. <laughs> they didn't have speakers like that. They would have piped it in had they uh, had they had it. Yeah, they had a mariachi band who was doing La Bamba, but the weight was too much. They had to throw them off before we took off. And I thought to myself, as I was staring at Roberto Clemente, a big full-page ad for Roberto Clemente, I thought, A, I'm the only one on the plane who's staring at this ad and knows who <laughs> Roberto Clemente is and knows that Roberto Clemente's his his career was cut short because he died in a small, a small plane, plane crash. Yeah. And B, Roberto Clemente died, and uh, someone can correct me, but I mean 68 or 70. Yeah. I mean, Roberto Clemente has been gone for 28 years, and you've seen nothing on Roberto Clemente. No movies, no tribute, anything. Just Roberto died, and people that know baseball know, but that's it. I have not seen anything on him, and there I am staring at a full-color uh, ad of Roberto Clemente right as we're getting ready to taxi, and I'm just staring at that, and I'm sitting next to you, Drew, but I didn't have the heart to say anything. You there. actually, more somehow, I don't know what the hell's the matter with you. I did not get disturbed that whole flight. You were you were hurting. I I I, I couldn't even be there for you because I thought if I if I start reacting to how you're feeling, I'm gonna freak out too. So. Bill, yes, Adam, you're 19. Yeah, what's going on? Well, I joined the army about a year and a half ago because I got married, and. uh me and my wife, we wanted to get a, a house together and stuff. And uh, ever since we moved to Fort Riley, Kansas, my wife's been stripping to bring in extra income. Sure. Her choice? Her choice, yeah. My choice, uh, you know, it, it was really kind of a, a arguing situation, but, I mean, it helps bring in the income. We got a nice place and everything. Well, I understand this. Something she wanted to do, you didn't want her to do. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Has she ever done that before? No, no. We've been dating since we were 16. Hmm. Um, moved out here 
she she met some chicks I guess she was working with and one day I come home from work and there had been there's like trimming stuff in the bathroom and and razors and, I mean like you know and I'm like what's going on uh-uh. and she's like well me and the girls at work we trimmed each other's vaginal hair and we had like an orgy I'm like what's going on you know she didn't have to throw the orgy part in well we got in a big argument uh-huh and i'm in the army right so i had to go to germany uh. for a while well, and i'm calling her on the we phone. beat those crowds 50 years ago yeah but we've got <laughs> Man, we've got stuff over there, we a lot of people over there i know <clears throat> and uh we're arguing on the phone and while i'm over there i'm getting really upset you know things she's doing things she's telling me and I go off the handle and tell her when I get back I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt her, which was really wrong for me to do. But what was she doing while you were gone? She was sleeping around with this this other guy. Mm-hmm. And she, was she was telling you that. Yeah, she's like bragging. Is she on drugs? In my face. Is she, is she doing drugs? Is she doing drugs? Not that I know of. They they moved me out of the home, and they made me move into the barracks where oh. the army got you know where all the single soldiers live. Because uh, you hit her? Uh, no, because I threatened her, oh, and they didn't want me to. Let me tell you something. In today's army, we don't make a penny off guys like Bill. We got more wrapped up in uh, therapy and housing and relocating. <laughs> oh, is it probably he's been he's been in uh, this man's army for like eight months. It probably cost us a four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Come on, Adam. Come on. Oh, man. Bill, you're breaking us. Bill sounds like a good guy, though. Really yeah, Bill does sound like a good guy. And here's the only thing that sounds a little fishy about this. I can't believe she was this normal before. She got into the stripping and sort of went down this road. Well, that's road. why I asked about drugs, because that sometimes when people do stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, she, see, I'm a, I'm a Caucasian and she's Oriental. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to ask her fam. I asked her family's hand in marriage before I even asked her to marry me. You know, it was funny actually. I was uh, hanging out with my grandma tonight. <laughs> and by the way, you, you have to say Asian. But my grandma, who's uh, 83 years, married to the woman. He can. You know? Well, that's no, no. My grandma was 83 years old. She goes, and and I, there's no more liberal woman than my grandmother or my parents. I mean, they're uh, they're all into welfare and they love that stuff. But if it, but if it, they could get on welfare right now, they'd do it. I swear to God. By the way, did she hear you the other night? Yeah, she did. She heard both words. Got a phone call uh, Friday morning, oh. 9 a.m. Oh, it was not pretty. It was not pretty. All right, let's finish the bill. Then I want to hear But here's what my grandma said, and it was kind of funny. She goes. You know, I've been around for uh, 83 years, and um, back in the day, there were three classifications. There was Oriental, there was Negro. (laughs) Well, this is what it was. Uh, Listen, in 1933, it was Negro. That's what it was. No one one scoffed at that. That was uh, considered uh, a polite term. It was, anyway, she said, it was Oriental, it was Negro, and it was Caucasian. That was it. That and that was it. Now here's her point: Negro and Oriental have both been changed. <laughs> Caucasian, Caucasian will never change. They don't have a strong well, but, enough lobby. But a lot of them have been split <laughs> off from Caucasian, though. Mm. Caucasian is a pretty narrow. When cops write down your ethnicity, the white guys they write Caucasian. Yeah, but but, but I'm telling you, uh, Negro and Oriental have both changed and will continue to evolve. Yeah. I think. And I think we got to come up with something new for Caucasian. I think Grandma had a good point there. Anyway, it's Asian now, Bill. Yeah. No. And uh, we've got two kids. And oh. she's, the guy she's oh, been cheating on me with, is, see, see, I'm only a PFC in the Army. That's, a, that's like an E3, I don't know. Private first class? Roger. That's what Gomer Pyle was. <laughs> I'm not Gomer Pyle, though, Adam. <laughs>
And uh, the guy she's cheating with is an NCO. He's a sergeant. Oh, boy. And, uh, you know, we've got two kids. I moved yeah. out of the house. How I let her have everything. Uh, I didn't take anything. How old are the kids? How, I got a two-year-old and a, what, eight months. Bill, does the, does the service offer you any sort of family counseling or anything like that? Yeah, I've been, I've been going to Army. I've been going to AFTB. It's Army Family Team Building. And, Great. Is she know, going? Is she going? That That's a joke. You know, she no, don't. She wants to, to argue with me. Uh, but yeah, are, we're not divorced yet. Well, when are you getting divorced? Well, hopefully within the next month. So you want out, and she wants you out. Yeah, but I want my kids. I, uh, I treat them great. I don't want no stripper having my kids, and it's, oh it's hard to be single in the military and have kids. Right. Uh, but you got to. Then have any daycare? Yeah. Well, not that I know of. You I mean, they got protect. daycare, but I mean, like, say I go out to the field for training for a month. Mm-hmm. Or if I go like no. to Germany again, right, right. Mm. Huh? I I don't know. I mean, you're going to have to sort of throw yourself on the mercy of the um, uh, military court here. Grandparents, see, like grandparents, uh, other family uh, uh, out here. I mean, I I think the children need their mom around, no matter how screwed up mom is. But I would prefer ooh, wait. Yeah. I prefer to see mom not the primary caretaker because they need also need. And maybe more importantly, a stable environment. Yeah, and you, a safe environment. Mom's, mom, mom's uh, is, she's mom's trimming her trimming her crotch, and she's got Sergeant Carter over there banging away on her. That's ridiculous. Oh, and let me tell you, we got to get rid of this army. We're not making a penny. You know, I mean, I see we got a war. Send some people out, kick a little ass. Imagine what against guys like Bill. He's always got fifteen forms of counseling going. Mm. And let me tell you. When these guys get, they eat, they grub, they grub down. There's none of this. Uh, you get a little Jello packet or something. Call the night. You eat as much as you want. Hmm. All right. Oh, don't have kids, everybody. No one in the service should be able to have kids unless until they make corporal. <laughs> Major. Major. <laughs> okay. Corporal Dad. That's my new sitcom idea. What do you think, Drew? Beautiful. All right. Please, Drew. You are so droll. I think they replayed those Pictionaries like two or three weeks ago. I think. Strangely, you were seeing more on that than anything else. <laughs> oh, did? Oh, got canceled? Oh, got canceled before they replayed them? No, they replayed them because I remember when people were saying they'd seen it again. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, because, you know, they, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. They're replaying the ones uh, me and Chris Hardwick were on. By the way, that is the uh, game show equivalent to smoking resins. You're you're out of weed at that point. You're going to the bong with a coat hanger. See if we can scrape up some of that Corolla and Hardwick. Yeah. Sure you don't want to just go to the park? Uh, it's late. Smoke Corolla and Hardwick. So what happened to your grandma? Uh, listen, I'm not talking about her on the air anymore. I got enough grief. Really? She really... Well, I, you know, I have a house guest. Yeah. And when I woke up Friday morning about 9.30, I came downstairs and uh, he said, your grandma called. <laughs> and I went, hmm, what could that be? And then I went, oh, oh no. <laughs> she just busts my balls a little. That's all right. And she's right most of the time. She's, uh, you, she's, uh, she said I misquoted her on you, though. But uh, you're off the hook with her. Oh, good. She's uh, set her sights on her own family. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm done. I'm done. She's a lovely woman. You've I love her dearly. You've always I have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, listen, 
the fact that I can bust my grandma's balls is a compliment What's to her. It, about her health, that's right. Oh, she's yeah, she's an amazing woman. Yeah, who else would bust their grandma's balls? Right. Yeah. And believe me, my grandmother has to wave us. Carson. Yes. You're 26. All right, hopefully I can articulate this a little better than I did with the woman who answered the phone. It's a simple question, mm -hmm. but it's a little tough to explain. Um, do you think it's worse to be dating someone and they get really sick and you break up with them or to be dating someone you get really sick and then you get better and then you break up with them? Which do you think is worse than that? Wait, wait, wait. They get sick, you break up? Hold or on. you're sick, which is the case with me. You get better, they stuck with you. And then, and you break up with that. hold on, let me, uh, let me announce this segment. It's now time for another installment of Retarded Hypothetical. Except Carson really has one of these. Oh, really? He was sick. Yeah, not uh, hypothetical. Uh, no. What happened to you? Let's just oh. stay with what is with you. Let's That'd be a good game one. show, though, Retarded Hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't want to get into too many specifics, but um, <clears throat> are you familiar with Parsonage-Turner syndrome? No. If Drew doesn't know about it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> well, I had a case of bilateral Parsonage-Turner syndrome, which is also called uh, bilateral brachial plexus neuritis. That I know what that is. Okay. All right. What is that? It's a well, I don't know where you got it from. It's inflammation of the nerves that they course through into the shoulder here. It gives, it gives you paralysis around. in your arms. Arms? Arms. Oh, he, you said bilateral. I said both arms. Right. Oh, What's, okay. What was it from? Um, they don't know. They think it was possibly trauma induced from maybe what I do for a living but they don't know you like a hockey player or something no I'm a here guess what I am I'm an aquatic entomologist aquatic aquatic insects I'm a fly fisherman fly fisherman oh I see from, from repeatedly they, they think they don't know you make a living fly fishing Parsh, partial <laughs> really you got abbreviation for everything <laughs> what, do you, what do you do guide people on tours or something yeah up in Alaska oh summer Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, forget about that fly fishing. I want to do some salmon fishing in Alaska. Well, that's with flies also. Can you catch salmon with the fly? More often than not, yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. I always just thought it was trout. No, no. Salmon? Mm-hmm. Like when they're running? When all, right, all right, all right. Well, hold on. This when is exciting. When they're going to spawn, yeah. So. When they're going to spawn, all oh, those lakes are just teeming with that salmon. Mm-hmm. They just grab one like a bear yeah, when it's jumping. So, my question, what do you think? <laughs> now I'm better. Yeah. And, and stuck with me throughout this whole thing, and I feel really awful. Now you want to break up with her? Yeah. Uh, Why do you want to break up with yeah. her? I don't know. I think I maybe I have a new look at life or something. Just things feel totally different. Well, now he's got use of his hand. He doesn't need a woman anymore. <laughs> uh, Carson, here's what you have to do if, you, if you've got a shred of decency in you. Did she nurse you at all? Yeah. Oh, that's good. What I do you like mean? that suckling. I mean, nurse you. you, you Back to health. Yeah, his arms were paralyzed. How long did it take to recover? Eighteen months. Wow. Yeah. It's a long time off to fly fishing. Long time off of everything. Well, I mean, people don't. Most of the time, people would rather you not pity them or feel sorry for them and stay in a relationship for that reason. If you really yeah. don't love the person anymore, yeah. They don't want to live a charade. They need to know the reality. They're gonna be. She's gonna be pissed. Mm. But you can't change the reality of your feelings. Mm. There, that's that's what you have to deal. with. Also, from. people deal in the immediate pretty well. I think if he gutted it out at two or three months and then broke off, broke things off with her, 
it wouldn't feel as if, oh, okay, he got better, now he's breaking up because he got better. Right, 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 right. Later on, when she tells the story, she's going to be pissed. She'll realize it was a fairly short period of time. But if he got better, um, you know, in April, and he breaks things off with her in August, I don't think she's going to feel like, okay, he got better, and then he broke up. Right. Right. So why don't you just stick it out another few months? Or that, or that you know, here's the, here's the, what she really thinks is that he he didn't like me that last year I was nursing him, but he let me go ahead and do that. Right, he was strong right. enough to get away from me. Give it a few months. Oh, I'd love to catch some of them salmon. And maybe he'll rekindle some feelings for her. Alex, yes, you're 32. Yeah, by the way, hang on a second, Alex. Now maybe we should be advising him not to take make rash decisions. Maybe he's just sort of going through various changes, having had this very intense experience. Well, listen, any way you slice it. Give it two or three months. I agree. I agree with that. All right, Alex, what's up? Uh, my girlfriend, she uh, uh, is having a lot of problems. I've been off for about two years. She's, for the last six months to a year, seems to be in and out of, like, suicidal state. She's always depressed. I can't seem to. She'll, she'll have a couple good weeks, and then or now it's down to a couple few good days. She has just horrible times lately and I can't seem to do anything for her family and I are just at our wits end why won't, why won't you get treatment we're trying oh, she'll she'll do it for uh, she did one for like a couple weeks but what? she doesn't have insurance that's the hardest thing trying uh -huh. to find any place she work at a video store uh, no she she has a great uh, she has a great career but she just can't keep a job long enough because she go gets in a real bad depression and uh, she just can't go to work so what's her career She's a registered dental assistant, so mm. she makes great money. She says she can't keep it up. She makes it for about a couple months, just gets about ready for the insurance, then things fall apart. Oh. She needs to get on some medication. Oh. Yeah, she was on um, Zyloft or something like that. Zoloft. Zoloft, yes. Mm -hmm. And she and that was before I knew her. And uh, she said it worked well, but she can't seem to find anything, anybody that um, will prescribe it or will main raising his money, you know, getting on it. Yeah. Most psychiatrists will have uh, that available. I mean, in my office, I've got tons of that stuff. Oh, really? Samples. Well, I mean, bring you... some of that by. No, but I mean, look. I... Honey, I, hey, listen, I may not be depressed now, <laughs> but I was, and so I should be able to take it retroactively. All right. But the point is most physicians will have samples around to keep her going for at least a few months. Right. Well, and uh, all she needs is one visit for, from somebody who can make a proper assessment and get her going. Can you... Uh, I mean, well, again, take advantage of county facilities and treaching hospitals. Yeah. You can go there for free. What, what you mean, like at a university? Yeah. Yeah. Go to the Department of Psychiatry, a county or, or teaching hospital, and see what kind of evaluation she gets. She's got to get it. So, I don't know. I got my hair cut at one of those barber colleges once. It was a disaster. Look, there are 17 million people in this country with depression. 17% will die. Is that amazing, Dana? 17 million people. With depression. Right. Hey, let me tell you. I think I was depressed. I'm not sure, but I think it may have been for maybe 15 years. Yeah. And it's paralyzing. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Can't get out of bed. Feel like you're dragging around an anvil. This book you and I wrote, uh, I just read it for the last, I read the whole thing this weekend. And uh, it makes it sound like I was very depressed. Mostly it's oh, really? my depression. Well, you were. Even though you were, too. I'm jovial. Look at me now. Carrie. Yeah. You're 19. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine a depressed dental assistant? <laughs> like those people aren't evil enough. <laughs> then you got one that's going to go and she's going to take you with her. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy.
I got to uh, I, I got to get to the dentist. I'm going back to the dentist in uh, two weeks. Not and, me. Uh, I'm going Wednesday. Oh, you poor dear. <laughs> I'm going to burn a candle for you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I know. That just scared me. I flaked out on my last two uh, things, and they give me the guilt. Yeah. Well, you really should go. Uh, I'm right in the middle of a very important project, and I'm sorry, but I can't make it. I will attend as soon as the projects are. You sure? <laughs> Listen, Ma, I'm not going. Gary. They call Ann. Yeah, they write Ann. It's <laughs> awesome. You give me guilt. It's weird. I thought you didn't want to go to that dentist anymore. Yeah, what are you going to do? Gary? Gary? Yeah? What's going on? Well, um, I was wondering if there was, like... Well, I get migraines, and I had seizures when I was real young, like when I was six and seven. And they put me on, oh, gosh, what was it, Enderol for a long time. And then they took me off. And when he took me off at, like, 14, I believe it was, he told me that I shouldn't get on any kind of birth control pills. I agree with that. I was wondering if there's, like, another type of birth control pill, like an... Oh, what was it? My mom's a registered nurse, and she said that they're coming out with, like, uh, a birth control pill, but it's it doesn't have hormones in it. It's, like, fake hormones or something. I was wondering, like, if you knew about it. Or... That's called uh, Pez, isn't it, Drew? <laughs> I'm trying to think. We, there's a new estrogen. Uh, some sort of synthetic thing? Yeah, something called Reloxifene. Or, yeah. Uh, Where do they get the estrogen when it's not synthesized? I mean, when it's not, what do you mean? One of them, you get it from horse urine. It's one of Oh, that's what I was getting at. Ugh. Yeah. Well, what is that? They take uh, Marinol, Marinol, right? That's marijuana. Premarin. Oh, Premarin. Yeah, I'm sorry. Premarin. See? Smoke too much uh, marijuana, Marinol, yeah. you come up with Marinol. It's a Premarin. Premarin, which women take when they're uh, getting hot flashes, right? When they lose their estrogen production by their ovaries, you replace it with an oral medication. There are others. You, there Premarin are others. is for pregnant mare urine, right? Right. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Well, who, you know, where the hell you get it? It's just a compound. It doesn't matter. All right, but let's not abbreviate uh, horse piss. All right, but, Gary, I, I'm not aware of any sort of... Uh, I, I, it's an interesting idea since they have these new estrogen analogs that don't have estrogen effects to all body tissue. Uh, I will look into that. I've not heard of anything like that coming, but it wouldn't be surprised if something like that were Well, ahead. talk to your mom. She's going to know. Yeah. She knows more Drew. Thanks. We'll be back. This is... Line listeners, Dave Rockola, Dr. Drew, Love Live, and we'll be back in 12 seconds. Hey, Love Line, phone number for Love Line, 1 800 LVE 191, fax number 310 854 4455. Adam Corolla, Dr. Drew, Harvey Danger. Play, can we play some of that Harvey Danger song? Yeah, so people know, you know, hey, that's Harvey Danger coming in tomorrow night. But I'm not well it's like a doctor song, Drew. Oh yeah. Yeah, Mike has it somewhere in there. Are you doing that, Mike? No. Give him a chance. Mike just got busy doing something else. All right, you ready to continue, Drew? I am. Do we leave off on something? Oh, here we go. Gary bangs her head to this one. Because it sounds like, uh, you know, it's got a little like Pat Benatar from the early 80s in it. You know the 
Thunder. Uh, Harvey Danger is going to be in tomorrow night. Being around the world and seeing that only super people. Brady, the Cretans are cloning and feeding, and I don't even have a TV. Yes. Yeah, it's got a little sweet in there and a little uh, little golden earring. Yeah, and a little T-Rex. Is that it, Sherry? T-Rex. <laughs> Sherry gave me the T and a backward R, and I said T-Rex. Sorry. I was just through the glass. Right, please. Are you ready to roll you here, Drew? Time, no, no. Yeah, Sherry, that R you gave me was backwards. Krista. <laughs> How are you doing? Hi. What's up? See, my boyfriend's got a vibrating brush, and he spends more time with it than he does with me. Vibrating brush? Yeah. Is it uh, is it for his horse or something? No, it. See, it's a brush, and on the back it has like a little massager. Oh, it's like a scalp massager. And he spends more time with his brush than he does with me. Right, and and does he? Um, is it does it take batteries or plug it in? It takes batteries. Mm -hmm. He takes it everywhere he goes. Really? Uh-huh. Hey, you know, if you put a hole in that thing, you'd almost... <sighs> well, okay. <sighs> and so he enjoys that. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend that was into the toothbrush. Well, he <sighs> broke you with that, didn't he? Yeah, he gave me the electric toothbrush once. And not bad. Now all these new crappy ones with these Sonicare and Oral-B and these plaque removers and stuff. doesn't do anything. I mean, it hurts your penis. <laughs> The old ones just kind of went, you know? That's something you could really masturbate with. Uh, These new ones, forget about it. So do you think he's doing something behind your back? Or? With with what? Like, it doesn't sound like it's behind your back. Like, do you think he's masturbating with a brush? Or do you think he's just... Didn't you just say he was masturbating with the brush? You led us to believe that's what he's doing. Well, see, I'm not sure. He spends all his time in the room, doesn't let me in. Well, what's his hair look like? Huh? What's his hair look like? He's got barely any. There's barely any hair. Yeah, he's got like he's got like. You don't look like you don't look like uh, Gino Vanelli. Mm -mm. No, you don't know Gino Vanelli, is there? No, no. He's got a lot of hair that Gino Vanelli. Why, if if you're uh, bored and unhappy with how he spends his time, why do you hang out? Well, see, he lives with me. And I don't know what I should do. How old is he? He's 18. Why do you guys live together? Because he got kicked out of his... His mom kicked him out. Mm-hmm. And he had nowhere to go. Probably started using her brush. Are you, are you both living with your parents? Yeah, I'm living with my parents. Oh, my God. Oh, true. Is this the ultimate nightmare? Impossible. You got, got Krista and her brush-humping boyfriend shacked up. Oh, I'd just kill myself if I was your dad, Krista. I really would. All right, listen. Yeah, you have to start communicating yeah, with the guy. the guy. How the hell do we know what he's doing with this brush? He spends all uh, all, all afternoon he knows in the bathroom. You're not happy with the attention you're getting from him. Well, wait a minute. Are you having sex with him? Yeah. No. Yeah. In that house with your parents' house? Yeah. How pissed is your dad? He. They do it. They're married. <laughs> they do it. So. All right. Uh, this is quite an example they've set for you. Describe Krista for me. Krista? Yeah? What uh, What are you, a senior in high school or are you already in junior college? I'm going to college. 
Junior junior college? Yeah. Right. And then what? Then I'm going to be a pediatrician. Mm. I'd go to college for eight years. Yeah. You have to do a little more than that, Krista. Huh? A little, a little more than that. A little more than eight years? Yeah, but why? You're not a good student, are you? Yes, I am. You are? In high school, I got straight A's. You did? Uh-huh. What did you get on the SAT? Uh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah. You usually don't remember. It's been a full six months. True, you know what you got on the SATs now. You're, you're 45 years old. Yep. Yeah, everyone knows what their SAT score if you're, is. If you're going to medical school, you got to know immediately. When you're 18, you know what your SAT score Absolutely. is, right? I had to retake. Retook them until I got the best possible score. And really? The school oh, and you took like the PSAT? Yep. Oh, all that stuff. Calculus. I never even heard of the SAT thing. And uh, the beauty of my family is, uh, huh? What? No. Don't worry about it. Krista? Uh-huh? Well, keep studying, sweet pea. Okay. And break up with that guy. Okay. Or communicate with him. Okay? Should I break up with him tonight? What'd you get on that SAT? I don't remember. It's in, in my room with him. What do you no. think you got? No, I'm asking what Krista got. Yeah. I don't know. You don't know what you got on the SAT score? I don't look at it. <laughs> and you plan to go to medical school? Yeah. I got to start going through all my papers, so. Oh. Okay. So I should break up with them? Well, you got straight A's in, in uh, high school? Yeah. Really? Okay. You're uh, the valedictorian? Oh, my mom said it's 1,500. 1,500. Right. Yeah. That's a perfect score. No. 1,600. She didn't get any 1,500. Please. She doesn't even hear her boyfriend's having sex with a brush. <laughs> Listen, they don't let you into junior college with uh, if you if you get into um, if you get into four digits on your <laughs> SATs. They don't. I mean, uh, nine ninety nine. That's the highest they'll let you into junior college. They'll toss your ass out of there. Plus, and you can't carry a uh, higher GPA in, in, in high school than a uh, 2.0 either. <laughs> you didn't know that? Didn't know that. That's posted right there at the Snack Shack. <laughs> They'll not let anyone with a higher GPA than uh, than uh, 2.0 or a higher uh, SAT score than 99. Uh, 999, that is. All right, talk to your guy. That's all. Mike? Yeah. You're 25. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, I, uh... I think I'm a sex addict. Mm -hmm. I actually, I pretty much feel that I am. Yeah. I, um, I've been married now for five years, and I have one child. And the problem is, is uh, if I don't uh, get sex from my wife uh, every day, um, I masturbate. Sometimes it, I'll masturbate up to... Uh, Four times a day, depending on you know how bad it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not else? real impressed so far. Anything else happen? I've uh, well, not not besides that. Recently, a few months ago, I've cheated on her. Hmm. Are you an alcoholic? I've had drinking problems. Yeah. Okay. Is there alcohol in your family? Yes. Okay. Who'd you cheat on her with? Uh, different women. Uh, well, the last time was uh, a woman in uh, Panama, Florida. Oh, really? Mm hmm Yeah. They're pretty loose over there. We were there in Panama, weren't we? Mm-hmm. Panama it, City, yeah. Is Panama City the same as Panama, Florida? Yeah. Oh, it is. 
Hey, Drew. Hmm. What'd you get on your SAT? Uh, it was about 1500 Oh, that's really high. Yeah. It's been like 14 and change. No, because I did it really well on the math, like 760 on the math. Yeah, I don't know anyone got over 1560 It was like 1360 Wait, was that? Yeah, that's, that's high. Anything like over 13 is real high. That's why that girl's lying at 15. Yeah. So, Mike, how many women you cheated with? Just, I'd say five. Hey, how do you cheat? Do you, do you have to just get really ugly women? Uh, yeah. Not something that I really try to do, but when it happens, it turns out to be that way. What do you mean? It's not something you try to do. You spend 40 bucks sending drinks over to the end of the bar for six and a half hours. What do you mean? Well, I mean, no. It's not something you try it, to do. When it's happened, right, is uh, yeah. you know, I'll go to a bar, start drinking, I'll right. get a little intoxicated, whatever. Right. Uh, and next thing I know, you know, I'm waking up next to an ugly woman. And How many times this happened? Five. Five times. Uh -huh. uh, why don't you get treatment for this? With, for the alcohol or for both? I'd go for the alcohol because you figure you're not going to do it without the booze. Yeah, it t it turns out that uh, most sexual addictions, true addiction, occurs in the setting of other addictions, and you clearly have alcoholism, and the consequences are threatening the safety of your relationship and your family. Seems to me you ought to focus on that, and if indeed this is truly a sexual addiction, it would respond to the same model of treatment anyway. And uh, if you have other psychiatric or characterologic problems which are prom promoting this type of behavior, mm, that's more difficult to manage, actually. I mean, that requires a lot of work and a lot of therapy and that sort of thing. And I'm not sure it's necessary in your case. I think that it sounds like pretty clearly an addictive process. Hey, Adam, I just picked up, I brought this book in tonight. Mm -hmm. this, this little, this little, it's a little, uh, what they call a throwaway. It's uh, something that physicians get sort of information manuals and the little, little yeah, review articles. Yeah, it's crap you leave out at your office for us to look at you know, in lieu of having good magazines was, like car magazines. It was interesting how it's about, about psychiatric issues for general care physicians. It was amazing What's it called? It's called Primary Psychiatry. And this oh, wait a minute. This is a gay physician. Drew, <laughs> what, are, what aren't you telling us? But here's, listen to this. It was talking about the gender differences in sexual compulsives and addicts. Listen to this. Significant gender differences have been observed in the prevalence of various patterns of addictive sexual behavior. Men tend to engage in behavioral excesses that objectify their partners. A trend towards emotional isolation is clear. Women tend to be excessive in behaviors that distort power, either by gaining control over others or being a victim. Mm-hmm. Well, that's we it. talk about all the time. That's right? it in a nutshell. Yeah. Guys want to uh, bang chicks in the ass while they videotape it so that their uh, buddies can watch on closed-circuit television from the next room. And women want to strip. And uh, women either want to strip. Or be beaten. Or, uh, yes. Yeah, be, be and that's it. Yeah, be right. Well, that covers it. Yeah. All right. We're out of show now, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. This is like uh, getting them off Gilligan's Island on the first episode. We're screwed. Where are we going to go from here? Uh, Call the Globetrotters. We'll go. <laughs> where are those Globetrotters and where are the robots? Oh, that was the greatest TV show ever. Uh, the 10-year uh, the reunion when the Globetrotters took on the robots. Aaron, you're 13. Yeah, um, my mom recently found weed in my room. Now she's kicking me out, and my dad will not take me in, and I don't know where to go. Where are you now? I'm in my home at Diamond Bar. She's going to kick me out sometime soon. I don't know when. How long has she been threatening this? Like when you're 18? Huh? How long has she been threatening this? Um, maybe for the past two days, and 
I don't have any money or anything, and I don't know what to do. I think she's just threatening. I think she's bluffing. No, but she's, like, packing my bags, and I... Yeah, maybe she's going to send you to a treatment program or something, but I, I can't imagine a, a parent kicking a 13-year-old out with with no plan. I'm not oh, she would have done it. I think she would have done it by now. Yeah. She did it to my brother. Where's your brother? I uh, don't know. Really? How old was he when he kicked, got kicked out? 12. He was 14. And you, have, you don't know where he is? Mm-mm. I don't know if he's dead or alive or anything. I, your mom can be arrested for that. She has a responsibility to take care of you at that age. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. How long ago did she... He's how? now 18, and he turned 18 on April 29. So you know he's alive? No, I don't, but I, if he is alive, he's 18. Wow. Well, wait a minute. Uh, what were you, um, eight, seven, eight, nine years old when she booted him out of the house? Uh, 13, 10. Okay. And, um... He's 18 now, mm-hmm. theoretically. Mm-hmm. How could you be 10? You're 13? Uh, yeah. It's four, four years ago. Different. 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 Okay, so uh, she tosses him out of the house. Does your dad know where he is? Mm, probably. I I don't talk to my dad. You don't? But no. so you don't know, don't know for a fact that he wouldn't take you in? Yeah. I've talked to him, well... I have talked to him recently, like about yesterday, see if he'd take me in to have school over in Riverside where he lives. What did he say? And he said no, that he can't take on another person because he has five people living in his house. But I don't see who cares because you know I'm his blood. And mm-hmm. he won't take me in. Well, well who does he have living? Is there like a step family now? No, he has his mother, his two brothers, his sister, and one of my cousins. How old is he? My dad? Yeah. He's 48, 49. I I still can't get over the brother part. Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you, didn't you say when you were uh, 10? I mean, 10's old enough to know. Yeah. Didn't you say, uh, where's he going? What's going on? No, actually, my mom kicked him out because of alcohol and marijuana use or possession or something like that because she snoops a lot. No kidding. And she found it under his mattress or something like that. Yeah. And she gave him, I think, $200 to live on and packed his bags for him and threw it out in the streets and just said, goodbye, I don't want anything hmm. to do with you. And 200 buys a lot of beer and pot, too. That is incredible. That's well, a, I, 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 you know, in a way, I wonder if she's just sort of, um, if she just sort of trumped this up to... Put some scare into you or something. I'm sure as hell it's working. Well, you, you sure the guy, you know, didn't go to, to military school or something? Mm, I'm pretty sure he didn't because he's not that type of person. He, he can't handle discipline. And you never saw him again for any family uh, function? I'm pretty sure he wrote, but, you know, because I was really close to him, even at that little of an age. And He wrote to you? I'm, I'm pretty sure he did, but I just never got anything from him. I don't, I don't know what to do. Wait a minute, I, I got to think of a better question here. I right, have well, to figure this out. Let me give you, me give you a phone number in the meantime. It's it's Child Help USA. It's one eight hundred four two two four four five three. Write it down. Okay, hold on. Right, meanwhile, we'll talk amongst ourselves, Drew. The story doesn't fit. There's something going on here. Yeah, it doesn't all fit together. I was uh, like, toss my brother out. I, I never saw him again. One eight hundred. One eight hundred. Four two two four four five three. 
422-4453. What's your mom do for a living? She's a secretary, I think, for an electric company. Mm-hmm. And how is she as a mom, other than the part about abandoning the, ch the kids? Um, well, she's really strong, and she has a really strong religion, and I guess she's all right, but... You gotta let some people know at school what's going on here too, uh, so they can perhaps intervene. They wouldn't. Uh, yes, they would, because this is—it's not legal for her to toss you out. Yeah. Okay. Well, she can just send you over to the state. That's legal, isn't it? Uh, they can. Various things can happen that way, mm -hmm. but uh, she can't. She, she can't just relinquish her responsibility oh. without cause. Hey, Aaron. Yeah. I feel pretty bad for you, but geez, what are you leaving pot around with this uh, this woman? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And it's, it's actually my fault. I know that, but I I don't know where to go. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, it's been two days. Yeah. I can't imagine she's going to toss you out. Do you get into constant trouble? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Can't you stop effing up a little bit? It's fun. Okay, but... Well, now it's gone too far, but it's fun. Yeah, I know it's fun, but you, you're going to get tossed out. Yeah, I know. Has she warned you a thousand times? Mm, not it, exactly. She never really cared very much about it, except uh, when it comes to jugs and alcoholic beverages and shit and stuff. Um, jugs? Drugs. Oh, I swear to God, she said jugs. <laughs> I'm going insane now. That's how your mind works. <laughs> Anything ends with Uggs for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like at the mechanic going, oh, uh, the jug nuts are seized on the rim? What are you talking about? Lug nuts. Jug nuts? <laughs> All right. But that that vein you have in your neck, that is the jugular, isn't it? Yes. Okay, good. Aaron... I don't think she's going to toss you out because she's given you a few days, and I think she would have done it in a fit of of rage at the time. Okay, good. But listen, mm -hmm. listen to me, and I want to tell all all you teenagers this: if you have crazy effed up parents that are are going to react real strongly, um. Don't leave pot around the house. Uh, don't come back after curfew. And for Christ's sake, uh, stop hanging around with those idiots that listen to Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Except I mean, that. it's like... You're telling the, actually, the exact people who are driven to do that, not to I, I know, yeah. but here's what I'm saying. you If you're in prison and there's a real tough warden who's going to put you in solitary, who's going to call a guard in and squirt you down with a fire hose, who's going to beat you and strip search you and delouse you and all this, and you know you have that kind of warden, don't F around. Don't get into a food fight in the cafeteria. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to, you got to, you got to, it's like prison. I hate to say it, but a girl like Erin over here, she's got a few more years to do. She, if she's, if she can, you know, get out early with good behavior. If she can just stay on the straight and narrow for a few years, then she can just go off to college or save up a few bucks or move out of the house. All right, we'll be back. Uh, oh yeah. Talking molding with producer Ann. Strong bond we just had there for a moment. I can talk to anyone about molding. I was talking to my mom about base shoe uh, about two hours ago over How's at her that? house. 
Let me tell uh, all you people out there. Do not put quarter round down where base shoe should go. The hell is... I don't know what either of those things are. You know in your house you got the baseboard? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It goes uh, against, you know, down on the floor and on the wall. Some people put rubber there. Well, that's only like commercial applications. Yeah. Right. Like the doctor's office right. or something. But uh, there's like some wood molding there. Yeah, yeah. And then right at the very bottom of that, there's a little itty-bitty piece of molding that goes right on the floor and right against that. Just to sort of hide whatever the crack is where the wood floor meets the molding, meets the uh, floor molding. All right. You know what I mean? No. Picture. Close your eyes, Drew. I just see one strip. You don't. You see the baseboard, but you don't see a little nub right at the bottom, a little extra chunk of molding. Just a little thing. Just right along the bottom. There it is. There's the molding. Just one right up against it, real low. Real low at the bottom. Sometimes, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, that's base shoe. Don't use quarter round there. Always looks like that white trash house. Quarter round, uh, you know? Okay. I'll, I'll draw you a picture during the break. Ann's got some uh, crown molding going up. Joe. Yeah. You're 21. I need to get myself a house. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I was just calling because I, uh, about two weeks ago, I found out that I had a drug test for a, psych for a job at a psychiatric hospital. And prior to that, I had been smoking marijuana probably two to three times a week. I stopped smoking immediately and began taking, uh, I think it's called Golden Seal Root with, uh, like, orange juice. I've been drinking a bunch of that stuff trying to clean out my system, and I'm just going to stop smoking altogether. And the drug test is tomorrow. And how, really how, long is, how long ago was the last time you smoked? Um, just over two weeks. You'll be fine. I'll be fine? No problem. Yeah, be fine. So, I mean, even with the golden seal, I mean, it, it should have cleaned me out completely. I think you'll be fine either way. All right, great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You talk out tonight. No. Yeah, right. No, no, no. <laughs> Were you working a psychiatric hospital? Yeah, I'm a college student, so psychology undergrad. Yeah. Should be able to smoke weed at a psychiatric hospital. No. Who's going to know? No. A bunch of nut jobs running around? No. They don't know if you're stoned. No. Do they? You only no. do it two or three times a week, right, Joe? Yeah, it was two or three times a week, and that was only for a couple of weeks prior to that. All right. You're going to be all right. You're fine. All right, great. You're not driving the short bus, are you? No, no. No. <laughs> no exactly. You're like a psych tech or something? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. What's a psych tech? Um, I, I just kind of uh, monitor and make sure things are going all right, and if people have a problem, sometimes they talk to me, and I have to make it's like, reports. It's like the like equivalent for nurse's aid for a psychiatric hospital. Right, oh. right. Oh, Joe, is this, your, is this going to be your chosen field? Psy psychology will be. I, I you'll, you'll, it's good for you. You'll learn. You'll really learn a lot. Uh, right, yeah. More, more yeah, than in your psychology you. classes in college, I promise. But, uh, I think I was smarter with my ceramics major. <laughs> no. It was a more lucrative career. I could make little pieces for speakers. <laughs> <laughs> You know, some of those have little, like, ceramic uh, things uh, behind where the Sorry, magnet is. Oh, yeah. Very lucrative to get back into that ceramics. Corey. Hey, what's up? You're 18. Yep. Um, I just want to tell you first, you guys get a lot of lamers. I, I, it just amazes me how many incredibly stupid people call your show. I, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Be careful, Corey. Yeah, I know. you may dig yourself a grave here in the next few seconds. I know. Go ahead. Judge not. All right. Um, <laughs> so I'm dating this girl. She's 17. Um, she's. We're very happy. We've been dating her for about uh, six months. 
six and a half months. And right now, she's got um, a girlfriend, too, which is kind of weird. And, and I don't mind. I mean, I don't feel threatened. It's just she likes girls, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Didn't Corey just comment about lame thinking? What? Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing. Yeah. But Corey, look, do you want a monogamous relationship with her? Um, Be honest. I mean, I, I don't you, mind as long as it doesn't threaten our relationship. She's seven, well, obviously it threatens your relationship. Man, she's got her face buried in another crotch. That's threatening. She doesn't yet. You're 17? Yeah. I mean, she's 17. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. She's got problems. She's got a few. Yeah. She's got something going on, this girl. Who, who got to her? What's what going is? on with her? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. She was sexually abused? I could have told you that. Yeah. But um, her mother, she just finished a legal battle over moving out. Yeah. She couldn't live with her mother anymore, so. What happened? Well, uh, her mother's just controlling and uh, verbally abusive. and. Mm. Where's dad? Uh, wouldn't take care of her. Her dad's divorced. And what was he like? Um... A long time ago, he used to get real angry, but uh, he's much better now. All accounts is what happened when she was five years old. I mean, what was happening during that? <laughs> I don't know. I well, actually, she was abused. All right. All uh, right. By uh, um, by who? Uh, her sister's uh, husband. That's the oh, really. Yeah. Actually, How old when was she? Was eleven. When she was eleven. Mm-hmm. How old? Uh, how much older is her sister? Um, she has a baby. She's 22. Thank God she's got a child. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hold on a second. Let me just do some quick math here. Right. Uh, so I, 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 I want to vomit. I just have to figure out which direction and when. Your girlfriend, who's now 17, mm-hmm. was uh, sexually abused by her sister's husband mm-hmm. when she was 11. Mm-hmm. Six now, years ago. The <clears throat> sister's now 22. Right. So the sister was 16 when... when they were dating. They were dating. Yeah. Well, I can see why she married it. <laughs> you, don't let a, you don't let a guy like this slip through your fingers. You know what yeah. I'm saying, Drew? This is a virile man. There are not many of them around. All right. So, she, Corey, she comes from... I never from, claimed to understand that. She okay, comes from but, a very, very, very disturbed okay, it, situation. And here's the whole deal, Corey. Mm-hmm. The mere fact that her boyfriend... Pardon me. That her sister brought home a guy who is how old now, or so? I don't know who he, how old he is. Right. He's capable of this. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the family's effed up in a huge way. Yeah. Huge yeah, way. And she's effed up, and she's with chicks, and uh, all you idiots out there who I'm uh, just trying to not you, Corey, but all, all these uh, you know these lesbian lovers out there. Look, when a, how come every 17 year old girl we talk to is into chicks got abused? You can be you can be a lesbian later on in life, but uh, it's seventeen and you got a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Oh, she's bisexual. Leave her alone now. Her her sister's a creepy boyfriend got to her and steered her this way. That's it. She was driven so like, like do, some kind of cattle drive. Do not expect expect her to be able to maintain a monogamous or even intimate relationship because that's going to be too painful for her at this point. Help her by getting some treatment for her. You're screwed, Corey. Okay. You're um, s- now I have one quick anatomical qu- question. L- listen to me, Corey. All right. You, please listen to me. Okay. You will have your hands full in a relationship with this girl. Yep. Yeah. Full time, buddy. I believe it. And okay. she will take you with her. Believe you me. 
Now, I'm not saying people like this don't need help or sympathy. That's what they need. But they don't need to be screwed. Yeah. Just uh, be her friend and try to get get her into some counseling. What's your anatomic question? Um, <clears throat> the head of my penis has um, <laughs> little bumps around the edge. Those are the pearly penile papules, usually. Okay. Very. Uh, they're real symmetric. Not real symmetric. Um, are they all the way around? Yeah. They look like Orion's belt. <laughs> no. Usually, if it's, it's asymmetric or looking like cauliflower or skin tags, then it's warts. But symmetric. No, no. I mean, I've always had them. Pearly penile papules. Okay. Now, when you say symmetrical, do you mean each one is consistent in their shape or their pattern the is pattern? Really? The distribution is symmetric. Really? Yeah. So it's like a a, a braille uh, letter. No, it's, it's like not? like a, like a crown. Oh, it is. Hey, isn't isn't Braille amazing? This. See, like the little Braille pad when you go to the ATM or the elevators, or the ele well, the elevator. I know I've done an elevator like drunk and I couldn't see before. But you ever go to like an ATM and they have this little Braille pad? And to me, it just looks like the crap we send into outer space in case like uh, some some intelligent form runs into the, the Viking or something. But. It's this little thing with just a bunch of little dots, and people just drag their hand along it and probably read uh, faster than I can read oh, with yes. a, a site. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, thousand times, because I've seen people read Braille, yeah. and their hand is just zipping along. Although I get the, I, I think they're faking it a lot of the time. I really do. I think they're just hot-dogging it. How the hell? That, that's why. If I ever went blind, that'd be it. It'd just kill me. I couldn't do anything. I'd, I'd hope it was through some accident, and I could soon get some huge insurance fund, because I would never ever be able to learn to read braille and and uh and then all that or like if i went deaf and i had to learn sign language forget it i got two signs i got the f you and up yours they're they're almost the same and then there's like dinero and i'm like hey more money all the stuff i learned in tijuana <laughs> all right we'll be back uh, all right the Anarchists. The Anarchists, I noticed their music was the background for a movie trailer. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't take any of that money. Home Alone 2. Was it Home Alone or Home Alone 2? whatever, 4, whatever. The last Home Alone. I get uh, knocked down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. It was not yes. Home Alone. Yes. Home Alone? We just got, my kids got on a stage this weekend, so we watched it 12 times. Really? And uh, the beginning of that is, you know, new new movies coming out on video, mm -hmm. and it's Home Alone, and behind the entire trailer. Chumbawamba. Well, but it, according to the uh, Chumbawamba theory or um, logic, it'd be all right with them if someone just broke in, stole that song, mm -hmm. and then just played it in their movie. Yeah. It's, we yeah, should all, well, we do what we want. The man ain't holding them down. <laughs> the man. <laughs> Who's the man? <laughs> Forget about the man. I didn't have a garbage man. The man. Uh -oh. Did he ask? Hello? Hi there. You got tuberculosis? Uh-uh. Okay. Oh, uh, let me read the thing. This is kind of funny. Not Became funny. addicted to pot while she was being treated for anorexia. Oh, that's not funny. I just read the pot part, and it was funny that you were coughing when we got when we got to. Sorry. That's all right. So yeah. this is this is a very interesting question to me. What? So what what happened here? Well, 
I like started smoking pot because I didn't eat. I thought I was fat, and my friends are like, "Well, if you smoke pot, you know, you'll eat and stuff, and it's healthy." So I, I like started smoking pot, and now I can't stop. All right. So it wasn't as though somebody prescribed marijuana. No. That's what happened. Did it make you eat? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, do you want to be treated for your marijuana dependency? Well, I don't know, because if I tell my parents, you know, I tried N.A. meetings and mm -hmm, stuff. Mm -hmm. and a M.A. or N.A.? N.A. Why, why don't you go to M.A.? I've never heard of that before. There's a marijuana anonymous. Really? Yeah, go to M.A., because you'll find a lot of sympathy for what you're going through. People, as you found from your friends, don't really understand how addictive this drug can be and how, how difficult it is to stop. And uh, if you go to M.A. meeting, you meet a lot of people who have been through what you're going through. It, uh, the thing that's cool about N.A., N -A -N. Uh, uh, M A. Yeah. It's it's the uh, it's the only meeting that starts at uh, seven thirty ish, maybe eight. People should just start. I guarantee people to start rolling in anywhere between uh, seven and eight forty five on that meeting. All right, it's not supposed to be like that. I know. I don't know where there are any around here. Well, it's called A A. They usually have referrals to M A. A A little town. Um, I'm in Bremerton. It's not like little, but it's not like big. Kind of in between. Bermonton? Yeah. What's their big export over there? I don't know. Okay. That's in the United States, though? It's like right across from Seattle. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bermington. Yeah. Bremerton. Bremerton. Yeah. That's well, a nice country. Call call local AA. They can usually refer you. And uh, it's great that you want to take care of it. I mean, the more power to you. And are you getting treated for your eating disorder yet? No, because um, I don't really, I'm not really like stop eating anymore. I still can't, I can still eat. Uh, be careful. Because How thin uh, did you get? Like really thin. Like size one jeans kind of thin. One? One. My daughter I don't know chick sizes. I, I can't figure that out. But the, uh, oh, I'm a three, I'm an eight, I'm a, I was a, you know, all those commercials confuse me when I see those Jenny Craig commercials. They go, I was a 17 and now I'm a, a nine. And I always go, well, that doesn't sound good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't 17 better? And then the other thing they talk about is inches. And I lost 17 inches. Right. What the hell does that mean? Where inches where? Right. I don't know. Oh, it's just BS, right? Yeah. All right. Juliet? Yeah. So how tall are you? 5'2". Five 5'2". Two. Five two. And how much did you weigh when you were at your least weight? I think 98 pounds. Hmm. I mean, that's light. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't want you to keep eating, but I, I was thinking like 75 or something. No. Okay. All right. Just be careful because eating disorders have a way of coming back. If, if you're working a good program at, with, with MA, it may be enough to keep you free of those symptoms, but uh, please get help if they come up. They can be quite serious. Okay. Did, did your mom enroll you in ballet class? No. No? I was in ballet when I was little, yeah. Oh. Like seven. Did you go down and enroll yourself? No. Who who enrolled you? My mom. Oh, okay. Why? Oh, I thought she didn't. <laughs> okay. All right. Get in. Get into that stuff. Can I just ask her for mom enrolled yes. in ballet class? Uh, What's her answer? No. Mm -hmm. But I did take ballet. I'm, I'm just delighted that it's happening to you and not just me. Oh, okay. Did I ask her verbatim? Did your yeah. mom enroll you in ballet class? I said no. But I did go to ballet when I was little. Mm -hmm. Who enrolled you? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go to that meeting. Oh, please. And what is it about people that get enrolled in ballet class? I'm never going to, I'm not going to let my, if I have a girl, I won't let her even watch ballet. You understand? I'll tell you, that's the uh, dance of the doomed. <laughs> 
the dance of the spindly doomed. Hey, Mike, your mom ever roll you in ballet? No. <laughs> Just check it. All right. Michael. Yeah. You're 15. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, my girlfriend, she is now 15, but before I knew her, my friend told me that the second year I was going out with her, she had been raped when she was like 8, 10. I'm not sure, really. Mm-hmm. And right now, we have a long-distance relationship that when I go to my dad in the summer for about a month, she's, I date her, I'm with her, but the rest of the time I'm not. And last year I broke up with her. Mm-hmm. And so I was, just, hold on, I lost myself there. Mm. You smoke a little, Michael? Yeah. You smoke much weed? No, I don't smoke any. Really? Don't ever smoke weed. <laughs> I know. Never. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right, Michael. So we get the idea that she she you see her only a few months of the year. How does she tolerate when you're away? I don't know really. My friends tell me she's just fine. The last year I saw her, she said she took some drugs that made her forget everything because she had a pissed off year year and stuff. All right, wait, what, what, let's try to get to what your question is for us. Well, she's been raped and stuff. So what should I do? Should I try and encourage her to to counseling, which I think she is. I'm not sure. And sure. Mm -hmm. Should I still go out with her? Or? If you like her? Well, I really like her. So she's really sexually active toward me. And you like I mean, that? She said if she gets me in a room by myself for five minutes, she'll just get me right there. Yeah, you like that? No, well, first I was like, hey, this is a good thing, but now I found out she's raped, I'm like, oh, man. Um, uh, yeah. This show ruins... Uh, that fantasy. Yeah, it really. It, it, any any woman uh, jumping on a guy it just ruins it. It really does. You know how painful it is for me to watch hours of pornography now, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize how difficult it is for me to watch? Uh, I had to, I watched two or three hours of pornography today. Do you yeah. realize what hell I was in? You have to double up just to get over the uh, yeah to desensitize. Trying to fight through it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Michael, God I'm so committed. You know, you're. you're it sounds like you're at least aware of what you're dealing with, oh, and yeah. you're 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 sensitive to her needs. You're being empathic, and uh, you may or may not want to have a relationship with her. But this can be your decision. I mean, it's going to be a little chaotic if you if you get very involved with her. Doesn't sound like you are. I, I don't know how to advise you. I mean, I it's a treacherous situation. <sighs> but if you like her, it's okay. To Listen, go. I feel I feel really uh, bad or badly for for anyone who's been abused. I also am realistic about it and realize that a 15-year-old guy does not really have the maturity level or the coping skills to deal with somebody who's been traumatized right. uh, this way. And unless she's involved with some form of treatment... Which he wants to help her get to. I mean, which, is, more, which is great. It's just he's got a tall order. Yeah. He really does. But he's out of there most of the year. So, I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, he, if he's going to have a relationship with her, he shouldn't be having sex with her because that's not good for her. No, he shouldn't. Okay. Nah, let's try to work through, power through a few of these calls. Steven, 14, can't commit to a girlfriend, wants to, but sometimes thinks he may be gay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a problem in my life, you know. Uh, like, when I was younger... I was actually molested. Mm -hmm. Well, I can hear it in your voice, though. You're not gay. <laughs> Believe me. Everyone says that. About but you're confused, voice. even. Just, just don't try to figure out what you are or not right now. Let some time pass. That's fine. Have some relationships. Because it, this, this thought's always on my mind, twenty four seven. So I know. 
it's ringing my mind up like a lot. Then why don't you get some treatment for dealing with the trauma of having been abused? And I then know. maybe some of these symptoms will settle down. Because when I was in a recent, recent relationship, and by the time that she, we were ready to commit to each other, we felt right about each other. She, I just, I just totally blew off. And yeah, who, who molested you? Um, I can't, I can't remember. It was when I was like around the age of seven to eight, and it went on for about a couple months, probably two or three. You don't remember who that was? It was, I think his name was Tom. That's a neighbor or something? He was around the block, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. I'll just say I don't know some guy on the block. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to, need a whole dossier. Uh, Steven, yeah. here's the deal. All right, what do you want to be, uh, what do you want to do for a living? I really don't know. Perfect. There's my answer. There you go. You know how you just don't know what you want to be when you're 14 and you really don't know and you don't really much care? You don't actually get in a cockpit and try to fly the plane. No. And the, there's nothing. Uh, I'm so glad he said this. I thought he was going to say uh, uh, rock rock musician or something and screw my whole plan up. But, Stephen, you don't know what you want to be when you grow up uh, in terms of work and you don't know what you want to be when you grow up sexually. Fine. Perfect. That's all right. And no one at 14 really knows what they want to be, unless you're like Drew, whose dad's breathing down your neck with the whole doctor thing. I certainly had no idea what I was going to do when I was 14, so what did I do? I just uh, let it ride out. Let, uh, let the chips fall where they may. That's fine. Matt, you're 17. Can he get girlfriend pregnant through mutual masturbation? Yeah, it was like a tag team thing, you know? Like, we were on each other, and... She wiped the, you know, the robe, the wet stuff off of her hand, you know. Mm -hmm. She was masturbating you? Yeah. And you were doing stuff to her? Mm -hmm. And then we went to ourselves, and uh, yeah. she wiped herself off. But what's your question? Are there, would there be any rogue, you know, sperm he's left? If it gets... <laughs> rogue sperm? If it gets... <laughs> I rented that. Be very Mike, unlikely. did you rent that? I know you were in Rogue Sperm too. I mean, just do the do the mechanics for yourself, okay? Just, just uh, anything Rogue Sperm possible that way, but very unlikely. Rogue Sperm. Casey. Yes. Casey's thirteen. Boyfriend wants her to gain weight. She has a great body. What's wrong with him? Well, it. it do you want me? Do you want me to make it quick? No, nah, don't worry. How tall are you? I'm 5'7". How much you weigh? About 130 pounds. That's perfect. Yeah. That's good. He just wants bigger boobs? No. What happened was he tried to make me, you know, smoke cigarettes first, and he was, like, really harsh on that, and I said no. And then he tried to make me have sex, and, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm only 13 years old. Good There's for you. No way. How old is he? So, finally, you know, I'm like, he's been really hard on, he wants me to put on, like, 50 pounds. 50 pounds. He says it'd turn him on, and I don't know. Cassie, here, here's well, what, here's you the, couldn't put on 40? Just here, compromise? Here's what you do. Uh-huh. Get rid of this guy. Fast. Run. Are you sure? Positive. <laughs> Are you sure? Because, I mean... Are you sure? Uh, he wants me to worship Satan and start smoking crack and put on 50 pounds? Uh, run. Huh? <laughs> and, and leave all that? All right. That's enough. That guy's a uh, recalculus. You gotta go. Michael's 15. True, don't get sick on we me. We did him already. Oh, okay. Where, why is he gone? We cannot do that one. We can't do that one? And this, no. 
We can't? No. Eyes water during sex. What to do about this? on real fast. Ted? Yeah? Your eyes water during sex? Yeah, I don't understand it. It's kind of... All right, you're just, those are just tears of joy. Yeah, also, there's Believe uh, me. yawning and things like that can happen from something called... I do that, too. Okay, we'll be back. new antipsychotic medication. Oh, great. Yeah, I love those pictures. Now, turn the page. I want to see. There's got to be 7,000 words on the back of that. Oh, that's nothing. There must be another one. Keep turning. We're looking through uh, one of... Uh, you know how I masturbate to jugs? This is what Drew masturbates. And would you look at that page of possible side effects? Tell me you wouldn't need a jeweler's loop to read this page. First off, there's more words on this page than there is in the average book. Am I right? Could you ever possibly read all that? Yeah. All right. Uh, Harvey Danger will be in here tomorrow night. Sherry and I are going to rock hard. And until next time, this is Adam Curl for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This is